0: Radhe, Radhe, Namaste, and a very warm welcome to Swami Mukundananda Podcasts only on Google, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. You are listening to the Mind Management Challenge series, and we today are going to be delving into day 15. Oh, wow, what an amazing journey it has been. And on day 14, Swamiji taught us about the fourth and the fifth aspect of surrender. The fourth one being that we should always be grateful to God for everything that he has given us. And the fifth one being that we should remember this in our mind that this world is not ours. Everything that is in the world belongs to God. And everything that we do has to be done for his pleasure and not for self-enjoyment. With those very profound messages, let us dive deep into day 15. But before that, if you haven't already heard our previous podcasts, do check them out on a Mind Management Challenge playlist only on Stitcher, Google, iTunes, SoundCloud and Spotify.
1: This pride or ego is the number one non-spiritual enemy within us. The Lord hates pride and He loves humbleness. When we begin to understand that nothing is ours in the world. God is the actual proprietor of all creation and everything that's in it. Then the desire arises to serve Him with our possessions, abilities and talents. Service is our real business in life. If people engage in business to increase their possessions and continue to hold, they become isolated in a very lonely world which only serves to increase the discontentment not decrease it. So, the word business itself has the U before the I. B-U-S-I, indicating it's meant to be done as a form of service. And when we fulfill the needs of others, they provide the remunerations. But remember, in business, the I is silent, the goal is not my needs, but the attitude of service. And how should this attitude be? Let's learn from King Raghu, one of the most charitable people in Indian history. Raghu was the ancestor of Lord Ram. Ram's father was Dashrath, his father was Aj, his father was Raghu, his father was Dilip. The name Raghu Vansh comes after him. Raghu, as the king of Ayodhya, decided that I have collected so much in taxes from my public, not for my sake, but to serve the citizens. Just as the clouds gather water from the land, not to enrich themselves, but to shower it back upon the earth. Raghu thus decided to perform the Vishwajit Yagra. Sir so, Vishvajitama jahre Yagyam sarvasva dakshinam adanam hivasargaya satam Vari varimuchamiva. In the Raghuvansh, Mahakavi Kalidas has stated this, Raghu performed the Vishwajit Yagya The rule of which states that you must give away everything you possess in charity. Nothing must remain. Raghu followed those rules. After the yajna, he donned the clothes of a beggar and taking a mud vessel went out to beg in his own kingdom. Under a tree, some people were sitting and chatting. Raghu also sat beside them. They were glorifying their king. They said, you know, there has never been such a king in history. He gave away everything in charity. Those words fell into the ears of Raghu. They did not know their king is sitting there. Raghu exclaimed, hey, what are you all saying? They said, we are praising our king. He is the greatest king ever in history and the most charitable person. He has given away all his possessions. Raghu said, don't you ever dare say those words again. Raghu has not given anything in charity. They said, who are you to speak like that about our king? We'll pull your tongue. Raghu said go and ask your king when he came to this world did he bring anything with him? He came empty handed. What was it of his that he gave? Raghu had the realization that even though we give, it is an opportunity to serve and we should not get afflicted by the disease of pride. This is the attitude of the saints. Another great charitable saint has been Rahim. He was also a wealthy noble man. His system of giving in charity was very unique. While he would give, he would keep his eyes down. Saint Tulsidas came to know of Kabir's charitable disposition and sent a verse to him. He wrote, Aisi deni deen kit Sikhe kar hain kar un What kind of style is this? While your hands do such wonderful work, your eyes look down. Rahim answered his famous couplet Deen haar ko aur hai devat hai din rain log bharam muj par dhare yate niche nain Rahim ji responded the giver is somebody else he is giving day and night People are confused and are thinking Kabir is the one who is giving. In embarrassment, I keep my eyes down. Rahim was another example of somebody who was serving but alongside was giving away the pride of having done good. This pride or ego is the number one non-spiritual enemy within us. That is why I say ego is acronym for edging God out. I always say that even one such gem of divine wisdom, if fully utilized, has the power to completely transform our life. In this recently published book, The Science of Mind Management, you will find a treasure chest of such divine wisdom. The Lord has said in the Bhagavad Gita, Samoham Sarvabhuteshu I am equitable towards all, not prejudiced against anyone nor biased towards another. Akila Vishwa, mor Upaya, Sabaparamori Barabara Daya. However, Naraji in his bhakti darshan says, the Lord hates one thing and loves another. What is that? Ishwaras Yabhimana Dveshetvat Dainya Priatwacha. The Lord hates pride and he loves humbleness because pride in the heart edges him out. Rabindranath Tagore has written a poem in which he describes that he was working in a hut on a moonlit night by the ocean side. Outside was bright moonlight but the windows and doors of the hut were shut Tagore was working by the light of a little lamp. All of a sudden, the lamp went out and there was darkness in the hut. So Tagore opened the door and the hut filled up with moonlight. This is an analogy he provides to explain that there is the infinite illuminating grace of God we have shut it out with our ego. If only we can quell that ego and open our hearts, we will receive the infinite grace of the Lord. So pride is the biggest untruth in our lives. The sixth and final point of surrender is to offer ourselves and also offer the pride of having surrendered. Let's digest this message through a wonderful story. One sadhu was performing austerities sitting on a rock in the Himalayas. After 12 years of intense sadhana, he had a divine experience. His heart started swelling with bliss. He felt an illumination in his intellect and his hair started standing on end. A voice began speaking to him. It seemed to be God himself who was saying, Sadhu, I am very pleased with your sadhana. Ask what you want. The Sadhu responded, yes, my Lord, why should I not ask? I have done austerities for 12 years. Now the Lord was not expecting such a response. He was silent for a few minutes and then he spoke up again. He said, Sadhu, are you asking for my causeless grace? Or are you requesting the fruits of your sadhana? The sadhu said, my lord, who cares for your grace? I have worked hard. Give me the fruits of my austerities. Now God was quiet once again. A few minutes went by and the stone on which the sadhu was sitting began speaking. It said, my lord, this sadhu has descended to the level of settling his accounts with you. Please settle my accounts with him as well. He has been sitting on my head for the last 12 years. For the next 12 years make me sit on his head. The sadhu realized, you cannot settle accounts with God. No matter what good you may have done. Whenever He graces you, it is always His causeless grace. So we must strive to be good, we must endeavor to do good and serve with all we have. But in giving away in service, we must not forget to also give away the pride of having served. To surrender this pride is the sixth aspect of
2: surrender.
1: Having discussed surrender in such detail, we will now progress even further in our effort to manage the mind and utilize it to manifest the infinite divinity of the soul within
0: All right, that was a super, super awesome message on day 15. And I completely loved when Swamiji said that in business, you comes before I, right? That is such a deep, deep message and a lot for us to ponder upon. Let's dive into today's meditation and do a quick contemplation on it.
2: Sit comfortably with your back straight and your neck straight close your eyes and become aware of your breath take a deep inhalation and with the exhalation breathe out the worries of the present, the anxieties for the future and find yourself here and now. You're checking your mail and you find a beautiful envelope addressed to you. You open it and it's an invitation to an award ceremony. You have been chosen for Volunteer of the Ear Award. You're feeling very humble. Today, you're not sure you deserve this award, but There was a time when you didn't feel this way. You remember when you first started volunteering at the temple. Your children were away at university and you were looking for something to do. Your friend asked you to go with her to the nearby temple to volunteer to help with sorting flowers to make garlands for the deities. You were going once a week. You loved it. Sitting with the ladies, chanting, chatting, and doing seva. Your diligence did not go unnoticed. You were soon asked to help with making garlands for Radha Krishna and also help in the temple cafeteria. You worked hard, serving food managing the cash register, and also greeting people during major celebrations. Soon everyone started recognizing you, admiring you, and appreciating you for all you did. You're feeling proud, and accomplished. You tried to get more and more responsibilities. You volunteered in the cultural center to teach a Hindi language class and worked at the summer camp there. When a TV crew came, To capture some of the happenings in the temple, you wanted to shine on camera. You felt you deserved it. When they put a big plaque of your name at the entrance, recognizing your generous monetary donation, you couldn't help but linger there to see if anyone noticed. In all your conversations, you seemed to make a special mention of all the services you do. You were basking in the glory. But one day, everything came to a standstill you couldn't move you suffered a severe back injury you spent many days in and out of hospitals one day at the center for physical therapy you were lying on your back when the therapist asked you what do you do you took a pause and thought what do i do nothing nothing at all nothing without the energy provided by god nothing Without the help from the Almighty, it was God that was giving you the ability to do all your volunteer work. When you came into this world, what did you bring with you? You are not the giver, God is he is giving to us day and night it was your ego that was making you believe it was you who was doing all this you can function only as long as you're plugged into that divinity the day you were pain-free, you drove to the temple. You humbly offered your obeisance to God and prayed. God, nothing in this world is mine. You are the proprietor of everything. I want to serve you with all my possessions, abilities, and talents. I want to help fulfill the needs of others. Please help me not be afflicted by pride. I will not shut your grace out with my ego I will quell my ego and open my heart to receive your infinite grace since then you've been trying to be good do good and serve God all you have but most importantly you have given up your pride of doership you look at the invitation again and decide to accept this award with humility and you will offer it to God he is the enjoyer the one and only true giver slowly start bringing your mind to this present moment become aware of your body slowly move your hands bring your palms together rub your palms together bring them to your face and feel the warmth gently rub your eyes and with a few blinks Open your eyes.
0: After that very profound message and contemplation, it is now time to go and take a look at our day fifteen challenge so day 15 challenge is basically how do you actually try and practice humility right what is it that you do to eradicate pride whenever you do something good what are the sentiments that you cultivate within yourselves so contemplate deeply upon it write down certain tools that you exercise or something that you would really like to exercise and let us know in the comment section. We would love to hear from you. And that is all we have for you guys on day 15. We'll see you all soon with the next podcast. But until then, if you would like to connect with Swamiji, you can follow Swami Mukundananda on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and YouTube. If you would like to attend Swamiji's program, then please visit www.jkyog.org. And until we meet next time, mind the mind. And keep listening to Swami Mukundananda podcasts only on Google, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud and Spotify.